Africa Business Report on The Money Show. You're following me around like a bad smell. You don't get enough of me here. So now you've, you've followed me to CNBC Africa. You've got a show starting there, Victor. Well, it started, Bruce. It's, uh, it's Africa Business business News, we call it. Yeah. Because you know what I do here with you over the mm-hmm. past 10, 7 years? Yeah. There's the visual side of it. Yes. And, and as you know, CNBC Africa has bureaus in Lagos and Nairobi mm. and a couple of other cities. So what we do, we take the stories of the week. Uh, but now the difference is we talk to the people at the bureaus and they, ah, they give fabulous. us their perspective. And Brilliant. it's a 15-minute choice, you know. Mm. These days, satellite television tends to prefer 15-minute slots. And so it debuted, yeah, about 20, 35 minutes ago. It's a 15-minute thing. We'll PVR it and we'll watch it at our leisure oh. after... The money show. Now, Victor, Ebola update. Tell me what's going on there. I mean, that must have been a big topic of discussion. It is a big topic of discussion. And you know it's big when Kenya Airways start starts burning, banning flights from West Africa. Not but that's what's happening, isn't it? I mean, the airlines it, are beginning to is. get really jittery. Yeah, because their airline connects to just about every country. So for, if you've flown through Sierra Leone, Liberia, or Guinea, Guinea-Conakry, that is the French-speaking yeah. Guinea, not the Portuguese-speaking Guinea, which we call Guinea-Bissau, you are, you are not able to fly into Kenya. And that's what the, the cabinet secretary, the health minister, sorry, calls a precautionary measure. But we know how big a hub Kenya, Kenya is, Jomo Kenyatta mm. International Airport. So that is just following along the lines of the South Korean airlines. I think Delta Airlines already banned flights from there. British Airways also did that. And we can blame these airlines for being, what, Paranoid. Paranoid, but they are not because nobody knows how to treat Ebola. And it, it doesn't look like even to date, as I speak to you, there's a coherent Africa-wide strategy on how to deal with it. Is that an African Union failure or is it an individual government failure? Who should be leading this process? Well, the African Union is made of governments. And yeah. these governments, well, the African Union hasn't particularly been very prompt when it comes to emergencies, Bruce. We know when there's a humanitarian crisis, when there's a military uprising or some kind of a crisis, you saw it with Egypt, you saw it with Libya, the decisions coming from the African Union, as much as I wish the African Union could behave differently, it hasn't acted as promptly. I'm talking about where people are worried, they are paranoid, sure. they're, where they're anxious, because you get Ebola, you are surely going to just be waiting for God. And, and this is, I mean, aside from the human tragedy of this, mm. uh, and, the, and many people will die, mm. um, the, the, there are billions of dollars, there is a, there is a world outside where yeah. people who won't be affected are going to be economically compromised as a result yeah. of, of inaction. Inaction, and, and you saw it now, the Asian tourists who are supposed to come into South Africa, you saw it this morning, about 1,500 who are supposed to travel up to October have cancelled. Mm. And somebody says, oh, they are being paranoid, they are not adventurous. How adventurous can you get when you don't know <laughs> what Ebola is going to do? Where oh, you gonna, uh, how, uh, how many South Africans cancelled their, their trips to Asia because of the threat of bird flu, for example? Ah, you know, there and, you go. and you, you know, don't have a double standard on that. Uh, let's talk about other things. I, I love the fact that there are a bunch of, ca- of countries in East Africa yeah. that yeah. are waiving the massively expensive roaming charges on yeah. cell phones. What, what a clever idea. A clever idea. And that's why I'm so apparently I'm obsessed with East Africa because I see things like this. It's a small region. You know, compare it to Sadek Bruce, which met at Vic Falls this past week. Under weekend, the new chairman. Under the new chairman, President Mugabe of Zimbabwe. Yep. And they could not even agree, if I recall, on the trade protocol, which means things that are going to lessen the trade barriers in the region. They, South Africa didn't sign it. Namibia didn't sign it. That tells you that Sadek, a 14-member or 15-member state, 
cannot agree on a trade protocol. These are five countries that are saying, yo, we might be small, 140 million people or so, but if we do away with roaming charges in those five countries, Burundi, Kenya, Rwanda, Tanzania, and in Uganda, we're at least going to be able to, and they're talking about October this yeah. year. They might not meet the deadline, but remember, the only two countries that have migrated to digital television broadcast are in East Africa. So there is some bite in this bark of the East African I'm going to put on my, my least cynical voice and say, please explain Robert Mugabe's ascension to the throne of, uh, of Sadak Chairman. No, no, no. When you have a family, Bruce, every member of the family counts, right? So you, you're not going to so mind. Everyone gets a turn. Everybody gets a It's a rotating championship. If you remember, it was Malawi, Zimbabwe. I don't know who's coming in but 2015. But it suggests we don't take, take SADC seriously enough. Sorry. It would suggest that because if you are not looking at the credential, but remember what African leaders can do and they do very well. They can ignore what the rest of the world says. And, and I'm an Afro-optimist, as you know. Yeah. I wish I could see a lot more decisive action because you have somebody whose country is still dealing with land reform mm. programs. And you saw it last this week, actually. They are threatening to take action, tough action against farmers or veterans, war veterans who got farms and are leasing them back to farmers who know mm. how to work the soil. And they're saying, no, that's not how you should do We want to regulate that as well. Now, I know the story. People, war veterans get farms. Yeah. They give them to a farmer who knows how to, they take about 10%. Well, maybe the percentage is rather small, but at mm. least the farm is producing something. And that could be the reason why Zimbabwe over the past three years managed to get back into being a tobacco exporter. Sure. Now you're going back to threatening those people who are doing deals because they can't farm, but they want to work the soil and you are threatening them. Why don't you solve the other problems, yeah. for example, like the power shortages, like things that really want government intervention? Yeah. Uh, happy story, please. I need to end on a happy story. Uh, Mbessa, <laughs> let's, go, let's yeah. go back to oh, yeah. East African obsession. Yeah. Because here's yeah. this African invention which yeah. revolutionized the way money moves around Kenya. It hasn't been wonderful here. Yeah. And Vodacom uh, is tied up here now with Bidvest Bank yeah. uh, to try and get it to work where it, it didn't work with Nedbank. Mm. But Mbessa mm. is going all Romanian. Yeah, 17, to Europe. Mi- 17 million users already since it debuted in Kenya seven years ago, Bruce, and Eastern Europe is now where it is. Romania, just like Kenya, not quite like Kenya, but has 50% of a population not banked. So that's a, exactly the kind of economy where M-Pesa tends to work. So Michael Joseph, who you can call the founder because he was with Vodafone when the, the technology was used. Because remember, this is a Vodafone technology that they used. It's just that they applied it to solutions in Africa, but they are exporting it to Eastern Europe, starting with Romania, but they already they have already exported it to India as well. It's just one of those exciting African exports where you take world-class technology, apply it to a, an African problem, you work the solution that the world can only sit and be in awe of, and then you take it to the rest of the world. That's what we want. There we go, Victor Homoswana with the Africa Business Report. Also keep an eye out for him if you want to see a guy who knows how to dress. Phew, that Victor Homoswana on television. He's been practicing for this TV show for the last 10 years this evening. Victor Homoswana with the Africa Business Report.